0: Hey guys, this is Liv Matthews and you're listening to the Southern Shade Podcast, previously called As I Live in Brie. Just to let you know, episodes 1 through 5 were hosted by myself and Bree Walters, who decided to leave the podcast. We replaced her with my best good friend, Jay Jansen. And to let you know, the audio quality does get better after we upgrade our equipment in about episode number 11. Thanks guys for the listens coming from their home studio, straight into your ear hole. You are now listening to As I Live and Free with Liv Matthews and Jay Jansen. Welcome back, all our Bree livers out there. This is Liv Matthews. And this is Jay Jansen. So I think, guys, we may, in fact, have our audio issue correct oh my goodness we have been through the ringer we have been through two microphones amazon actually let me down on
1: amazon lets me down a lot actually
0: really like i've always had a really good result prime usually if they say they're going to deliver it they deliver it no problem typically yes yeah. typically they are dead on but here since we had all the issues with the usps this
1: year i think just their quality of um, package delivery has just went in the shitter right
0: that made me true um so I had paid money for the podcast off that I'd ordered, stated that it would be there within a couple of days. However, when the day came, it changed the time and said it would be delivered by 10 o'clock that night. I thought that was a little odd, but I watched the door to make sure because, you know, I didn't want anybody to tell it all of the front porch, like sometimes has happened in the past. So then all of a sudden, I get a notification that they've changed it till next week. Yeah, that happens to me quite a bit. It's Like it's going to deliver right up into the time that it's going to deliver
1: and then like, like it's still at the service center. Didn't you know that shit prior to you telling
0: me all day long that it's going to deliver? Exactly. So thank goodness that you had the mindset to think ahead and you had ordered an extra microphone just in case for us to have a backup. So we didn't have another issue like we had last week when our microphone died and we didn't have anything. <laughs> no, and we we're talking in Peter. So last week was horrible. We apologize.
1: Hopefully, guys, we've got this all hemmed up now and we'll actually have some quality audio coming in. Coming in yeah Yeah, that was a lot it was a lot I'm sorry I, <laughs> I really got into it you did you did I felt like we were gonna bust into song or she was gonna twerk it out over here I
0: cannot twerk I, I can't either I, I like look at some tutorials and everything it turns out the front half of me twerks more than the back half of me I, I mean I can like uh like circle circle I can do figure eight but when it comes to like popping it and, and making it, you know, my dump truck move around. Uh, well, I mean, I think it probably would help if I had a dump truck back there, but um, I don't. It's uh, more like a like a Vespa and instead of like a donka donk. You got like a donka donk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> a donka do. <laughs> yeah. So, how was your
1: week? Well, you know, typical weeks for me are five plus hours sometimes. So, I don't I don't do a lot during the week. That we're just kind of veg out on the couch. But I, I did have an interesting call this week with work. So, I, I was setting up some new customers of ours or potential customers of ours and I had a whole Zoom meeting with them. And I'm about 30 minutes into the conversation with these guys and I keep looking at one of them and I'm thinking, God, dude, looks so familiar. Right. And so, you know, there's, they're all over the country. So one guy's in Chicago, a couple of them are in California, one's in New Mexico, somebody's in Texas. You know, those poor people got hit horrible this week. Yeah. So they had a horrible time. But anyway, so I'm sitting here and I'm going through the call and I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, where do I know him from? And so I knew that one of the, the people on the call had some connection to you know being a producer in Hollywood so when we got off the call I sat there and I wanted to know who he was first and foremost and kind of maybe find some commonality as a salesperson sometimes you, you, you find those little things about people but so I figured out who he was and he was exactly who I thought he was so I just kind of wanted to google everyone else and Call and find out who they were and so legitimately I'd been sitting there talking with with one of the actors on Stranger Things granted he didn't play a large role but it was funny that I had recognized him and really thought that I had knew him personally either way like I got off the call and I was like well that was at least I wasn't starstruck on the call and like bit, 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 you know so
0: yeah like that one time when oh my god that news anchor came in um <laughs> to the grocery store that we worked at as a kid and I couldn't even ring him out at all like at I was. All. At all. I mean, like, I legit was just dumbfounded, just staring at him like, oh, oh, you know, like, this guy's on TV. I promised myself that that would never happen again. So, No, let
1: me tell this full story. So we worked at the same grocery store growing up. It was, uh was that, no, that was not your first job, but that was my first job. Uh-huh. And so the, the local news anchor come in and he, he does this like several times a week but he was a horrible alcoholic he just really was so he would come in um, every few days and get like two of the gallon jugs of wine. So I'm bagging for Liv. He comes in line and she is legitimately like looking at me like oh my god! Oh my god! And I'm like honey, it's just the news anchor. It's fine. And so he comes up and puts his stuff on the counter and like he's looking at her. And she's looking at him frozen solid. She can't say a word. I'm like Liv, move. Just let me run your register for a second. Let's get this this, this man out of here so he can go on about his day. Yeah, like I, I
0: never saw anybody on TV. I feel like I oh, was you know, born in a small town in West Virginia, and we ended up moving to North Carolina. Uh, so, I mean, everything that I'd ever seen was, I mean, like family oriented. Like I've never seen anybody on TV. But yes, I lost my shit that day. I was just kind of like, just starstruck. Uh, deer in the headlights. I didn't say anything to him. Not like, oh, welcome to so and so grocery store. Like nothing like that. Nothing I said. It was just like, uh-huh. yeah, she moaned. I think. <laughs> Well, it. he was probably like, what the
1: hell is wrong with this girl?
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, so I promised myself that, that would never happen again. And so um, I did see somebody who has been on TV before and they were pretty well known in the Piedmont where we live and I had to take care of them in the ICU and uh, I, I took care of them like a regular patient. It was like a one and done. I learned from that situation and I promise it will never happen again. I don't even care if like Brad Pitt or somebody is standing right in front of me. I'm just going to treat them just like any Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. So how was your week, Liv? Oh my goodness. So my dog has a yeast infection in his ear. Turns out that floppy dog ears that sometimes they hold in moisture and get like yeast in it. And the way that they tell you that you can know is that if you smell the ear, it smells like burritos. Well, it does. Even though it goes to get groomed, his ear smells like free. So he's been flapping his little ears and so forth. And I'm just like, well, bless his heart. Like, he's really just having a hard time. The vet is not open at this time. So I thought it would be a good idea to try to do some uh, home remedies that I'd heard about. And like, one of them is like irrigation the ear water and vinegar um and it's supposed to help with the yeast issue so i did irrigate his ear but then i had the bright ideas and coconut oil is anti like fungal anti whatever let me take some coconut oil and some monostat. Mon- monostat for you know vaginal yeast infections and i did a little concoction <laughs> yeah for my poor little doggie's ear and i stick it in there he seemed to be fine with it until the next morning i wake up and i go look at his ear and it's red inflamed, and, and now he has, like, scratched it until it's bleeding. Well, honey, you should know that you can't use over-the-counter yeast confection
1: medicine in the dog's ear.
0: I know. I was just hoping that we could get him through until I could get him to the vet. Turns out, not so much. Bless your heart. Um, I've got some stuff off will do up with it. Excellent. Because, I mean, I was like, I- I'm going to call the vet, ask if we can do some dye flu can, like, you know. I've tried all kinds of just to rid his little ear of this yeast. But, I mean, notoriously, I am always having some type of animal issue. (laughs) You're always having an animal issue. My whole entire life with you has been an animal
1: issue. It has. You have
0: the dog that lost his eye. Oh, God, yeah. Poor little thing. He, uh... some kid in the neighborhood kicked my little pomeranian, and uh, he showed back up at the door. You know when we called him in from using the bathroom, and his eyeball was hanging out. Oh yeah. But then what about the time that Charlie the bird? Oh, I love this bird. I had moved out of my house, and this bird is really the only thing that kind of kept me company because he's tall. They wouldn't allow me to have like dogs or cats or anything, but they did allow me to have a bird. Charlie, my little bird. He was the sweetest little thing. But you know, I'd had him for a little while, and I think he. I don't know what happened, but I found him dead. In okay, his well, let me just
1: spin the other side of the story. Right. So, I'm at work one night. I worked third shift for a trucking company at the time. And so I get this call from Liz and she is crying and I do mean it hysterically. And I can't at this point in time, make heads or tails of what's going on. So this is when she lived with the retired doctor and she helped take care of him. And so she was there all the time. So she's crying and all I can get are words like this. He's gone. I'm like, who's gone? I just walked in and found him. And so, I mean, she's being <laughs> super dramatic. Look, I get you real upset. I don't mean to discredit the fact that Upset. But in this point in time, like I start talking like it was this doctor that she had been staying with. And I'm like, oh my God, what have you done? And she was like, I'm just standing here on him. And I'm like, oh my God, Liv, like, call 911. And she was like, I can't. And I couldn't figure out why the hell she couldn't call 911. And so I'm going through all these scenarios with her. And then she starts talking about taking him out back and burying him. And I was like, wait, hold up. Hold up, Liv, hold up, hold up, hold up. So the doctor didn't pass away. What are are you actually holding that is dead? And then she starts screaming Charlie's name, which was the bird's name. And so I finally figure out. But this went on for 45 minutes, guys. 45 minutes of her crying hysterically and me trying to figure out what in the hell has happened. And why
0: won't she call 911
1: for this poor doctor?
0: I know. It's horrible. It really is. But I mean, I was so distraught that my bird had died. I'd had him for years. I didn't pick up because I was so upset that she had thought that my retired doctor that I took care of was the one who perished. So she's just all like, call 911. I'm just thinking like, well, bless her heart. Clara, I can't call 911 for a bird. You know, I'm just thinking like, she's having a senior moment or something. And then when I said, well, I guess I'm gonna have to go outside and bury him. Then she realized like, wow, cause you know, she's a fat girl. She's clearly not gonna bury a whole person in the backyard. Plus it might be a leak. Well, you know, sometimes in, in your
1: moments of distress, I wasn't real sure, but it did make me pause enough to say, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are we talking about the same thing? Like, is it, is the doctor dead or is something else dead? And at this point in time, I had totally forgot about the bird until she started screaming his name. So I had a a moment where I, Finally, was like recentered myself and was like, okay, fine. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna hold a nice little memorial service for Charlie. Do you have a shoebox? And I kind of walked her this, but whew, I thought I was
0: gonna have to come over to the house that night, girl, and dig a big old hole. I know, because you know she's my rider, die. She would have. Because I mean, I just imagine her thinking that maybe something happened that maybe I did something wrong to the retired doctor and that's the reason why I can't call 911 and maybe I need to bury him in the backyard I don't know but uh either way she was down to help me do whatever well yeah I mean that's what that's what you do with your friends
1: your true rider dies if you will although let me just say we don't gotta die right We it, could ride. We could just ride, and I'm totally cool with that. Like, can we get some snacks while we're on the way or whatever? Like, that's, 100. That's my speed. Can I have a flask in the passenger seat? Whatever, you know? <laughs> I'm down for all of that though so. but you kind of historically had a rough time when you were caring for that doctor like life was all over the place like you had another run-in with a cow
0: oh yeah we live out on like this farm area and had all kinds of cows behind the house separated and stuff I'm not very outdoorsy clearly but this cow had gotten out and it was a baby cow and so here I just keep thinking that if it gets somehow migrates to the road it may get hit and die and you know I'm Captain. Save a fucking home. You are Captain Save a fucking home. And I'm like, oh, this poor little cow. Here's the thing. Like I said, I'm not outdoorsy. I don't know anything. Even though I live in the country, I know nothing about it. So I got the bright idea because I watch a lot of TV is that I'm going to rope it and lead it back to the pasture and it's going to be fine. So you legitimately thought In your mind,
1: in that point in time, you've never roped anything. You've never been on a farm. You just think in your mind that you're going to play
0: bananas. Right. That's what I was thinking. And it sounded like spot on. Spot on. Have you ever talked yourself into something that you're just like, yes, bitch, do it. Every fucking day of my life. I know you do. (laughs) Every day of my life. So I don't have a rope. I don't know how to tie a knot. And I go in and we've got this orange extension cord. So you're going to beat the cow with an extension That's probably what would have happened. So I tie it because I don't know how to tie like a... like a slip knot. Yes. I, see, I don't even know what it was called. That'd be bad. <laughs>
1: that would be really horrible. You should probably never know how to tie that one.
0: Right, Same. right. And so... So I was going to try to do this slipknot, but I just ended up just tying it in a circle. I'm bringing it around my head. I'm in the yard, and I'm just like, I'm going to get this baby cow. Now, I have no shoes on, and I'm in a nightgown, but I'm still Captain Sabo. We're going to get it done. And I'm, like, circling this around my head like you've seen on TV. That cow just looks at me. And it like sized me up and then all of a sudden it starts coming straight for me. So it never crossed your mind that when you in fact hit cow, imagine how
1: much that cow weighs. And so had you actually roped the cow, what would have happened when it took
0: off because it was spooked? No, I thought a baby cow was a baby cow. But as this cow got, I've never been near baby animals like other than like a dog like or Like like larger. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. But all of a sudden, this baby cow comes running up. I'm going to tell you what, it's like barreling towards me like a bull. Like I was holding a red flag. And it's not stopped. Now it's playing chicken with me. Well, you know that baby cows weigh a hundred pounds. I didn't realize that until I said it was getting close. And the damn thing's almost tall as I am. Yeah, that wasn't a baby cow anymore. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not very tall. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was still a baby cow. I don't know. It was like a teenager. Okay. So, I was like, you know, so I was like, ah! And I take off running because now this thing is chasing me through the thing, and it's like laughing. I guess, yeah, you know? <laughs> gotcha, bitch. But yeah, it was horrible. But I stayed in the house, like looking out the door. I don't know. Like it's not like it's got opposable thumbs and it could come in. <laughs> what are you doing? Keep
1: right. it in the window over here.
0: Yeah, but I was so scared of this, and so I was just. So I just called the owners of the land and was like, listen, I try to get your baby cow, but turns out it's all good. So if you could come get it,
1: that'd be great. So were you like running around the house, like looking out the window, seeing if the cow was like sizing up the house, to
0: come in or? It would just stand in that one spot. And like, just stare at you? Stare at me through the uh, sunroom, you know, because it's all glass. And it would just stare at me. Yeah, like, cow, cows have a way of doing that. I, was, I had no idea. I've ate cow before, but i that's the only thing. I've drank milk before that's the closest relationship that i've ever had to like a farm animal yeah yeah I could see that. I grew up on the farm.
1: I wish I didn't know, especially like there are things in life that you know you'll you'll sit there and you'll be around friends and then people will say something and then you pipe in how you know how to castrate a pig or cow or what have you and all these other little farm tales and people look at me
0: like, huh? I didn't see that girl coming out of there. Right. Like if you would meet you um, just from like first impressions, you wouldn't think that you would know any of that. But after you talk to you for a while, then you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Girl. Okay. <laughs> so those the day, we were talking, to our friend, and she was talking about how her girlfriend had made a comment about her eyes or something like that, and she thought that she was making fun. So, for people that have like really bad astigmatism and they wear glasses, sometimes when your glasses are off for a few minutes, sometimes you may notice like a shift in your eye, like one will go to the side. I know that mine does. Like I said, I'm a nurse, but I don't know anything about eyes. So I might not even be explaining it correctly. But I know that it happens to mine. And a couple of friends that I have that have really bad eyesight, it happens to them. So she just thought that she was, her girlfriend was making fun of her. Yeah, she said that,
1: are you not even looking at me when I'm talking to you? And she was like, well, I legitimately was looking at you or you made fun of which is horrible. And Liv is sitting in the studio laughing. She is the most, okay, guys, the most when it comes to inappropriate conversations things of that nature it's not that she's making fun of people she's really not no
0: because it happens to me i've got the same thing and it's very embarrassing and if anybody notices it i I get very self-conscious at the same time i cannot discredit that it's not funny no there are certain things that are funny like you know, we were recounting
1: the story at lunch the other day about the first time that we were exposed to um, Tourette's syndrome.
0: Yeah, which I find so freaking interesting. Oh, it's very fascinating.
1: It's very fascinating, especially like the tics and things and, and, you know, how the brain make those bad words that, you know, we're not supposed to say out in public and things of that nature be the ones that, that they have the most tics with.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: And although there's people in my home who have Tourette's syndrome, so I'm obviously not making fun of that in any way shape form or fashion but I was in a furniture store and the guy clearly had Tourette's because he kept making loud noises which is fine and then all of a sudden I don't know if he got super stressed out in that moment or whatever but apparently one of his tics was he would scream out stick your cock up my ass and fuck me I'm I'm not even kidding you like I had to stop And take a pause and then realize that in that moment i could not be adult enough and i needed to remove
0: myself right and i hate when situations happen like that thank goodness that it's never really happened as a nurse like when i'm taking care of my patients thank goodness in the 20 years that i've been in the medical field that that's never happened however when i am outside of that role i find things way more hilarious than they really should be because these people they legit struggle they really do i mean oh they do absolutely they do and it's horrible and of course you know you think it's funny but i mean even if you know you didn't have Tourette's and you know like your grandma you know stumps her toe and she's always been a nice christian lady never said a bad word and then all of a sudden she says you know oh hell or something it's just fun because it's not the norm and it's surprise right
1: i think it's surprise talk obviously in those situations and that's what got me you know you're obviously sitting here checking out furniture and you're not expecting someone to scream that very loud um, at the top of their lungs in that kind of environment when you're crowded store with a lot of
0: people. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to go to court one time. I used to have a lead foot. Um, I've done a little better with it. But um, after 18 tickets, I kind of learned my lesson. Um, Those are expensive. They are. Because, you know, I didn't get any points in my license. I always hired a lawyer, but still, yeah, it's quite expensive. And I was in court and this girl to so it like you know just had to stand up, so I went somewhere. She has to And so they wanted to wander and like ask her a bunch of questions. And her tick happened to be like a physical tick along with a verbal tick. So she made a quick movement at that officer where <laughs> I thought she was gonna get tased. Oh, I was God, just like, oh no, oh no, but yeah, bless her a little hard. But every like few seconds, like it would be like this movement with her arm. And it was mostly like when she in that pose with like you know legs and arms out like in a T. But, yeah, I just knew that she was going to get tay so upset. And he was kind of like, what are you doing, ma'am? I was like, it's a good thing he didn't have a gun on him or anything like
1: that. Yeah, he'd probably lay her out in the courtroom. That would have been a lovely lawsuit for the county. I know. Jeez, people are crazy.
0: I used to get called to the courtroom all the time because somebody would get, like, upset and uh, start a fight or something. And then the officers had to, like, all, you know, put them down on the floor. And then, you know, they're like, ah, you hurt my arm. But I was like, so they would call the nurse in from the, the jail to check him yeah, out? Yeah, the courthouse and the jail is right side by side, and I don't know why they wouldn't call, like, EMS or something. It's not like I can do anything. Yeah, but, like, do that's even... an arm, and... Yeah, you know? I can't see pain, but cool. Right, unless you need CPR or something like that, I can't really help you. I'm not, like, contracted to do anything. It actually would be contracted for me to do
1: something. Yeah, like, I it, need
0: to put a band-aid on. Are you bleeding? You you bleeding? Okay. Right. I'm just all like, y'all gonna have to call EMS if someone drive them. You know, y'all yeah. could do that, but uh, I'm a you know, jail nurse.
1: <laughs> Not unless you're sending them on down, then maybe I can do something. Right.
0: Then at that point, that my you know my lane but yeah it was so crazy how uh and then if anybody would get up there and not want to go to get um, jail time or still or prison they would all of a sudden like start having like a heart attack and <laughs> i'm coming elizabeth yeah yeah they'd just be all like and then they would start having like a like a panic attack i think that was mostly what it was is that they were just so anxious and upset about their sentence that you know they thought they were having a heart attack
1: I would probably feel like, I'm gonna be honest
0: with you, I'd probably feel like I was having a
1: heart attack too if I would have to go to jail.
0: Oh, 100 yeah. I've, I've never been
1: arrested or locked up or anything like that in my whole entire life. I would probably freak out. Yeah,
0: well, I have, and uh, it's not fun. And you, uh, I mean, there's a lot of unsettling things that you will witness. And I, I, it was just very scary. I was very sad, but, but thank goodness I never got any jail time or anything like that. The chart dropped. So that's positive. But I could see how people would get upset. But once again, I'm not contracted out to do anything for anybody other than inmates. Once they're an inmate, they are are considered the county's property and I can you know help them anybody else if you're not booked in then I got nothing for you right it could be a liability so call EMS but you know I'd always go over there and check them out or whatever but just ridiculous all the time it was something kind of glad that I don't work there anymore yeah that job was stressful for you it was. I mean, you know, it was multiple times that, you know, i would had people come up and, and tell me, like, listen, alternate ways way are leaving work. Make sure you come at different times. Like, you know, all this stuff. Because there's really a hit out on you. And I was like, what kind of a person? Like, you know, I'm not a bad person. And I try to help them as much as I can. It's the one time that I tell them no to ibuprofen because they've already had, like, you know, a month's worth of it. And I just want to make sure that they don't have any issues. Yeah, like,
1: I just wanted to make sure your kidneys don't
0: shut down, boo. But, I mean, all right, cool. Right, um, you could put out hit out on me for some ibuprofen, all yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you think that it would be something a little bit more stronger than ibuprofen? Yeah, like, you,
0: or, like, like I disrespected them. You know, I, I don't know. I always just thought that you would get a hit put out on you for a lot more than that. Than just <laughs> well, no. obviously
1: not a no, in those kind of forums, not what you do. Right. It's Susie,
0: sunshine and yes, every day. Well, that's make it rain ibuprofen up in that motherfucker. That's what they wanted. It's like just rainbows and sunshine all the time, which I cannot do. You've met me. I can't. No, I can't either. I mean, you've met me. Yeah. I mean, who can? Who can? Who can be rainbows and sunshine all the time? Nobody that I know.
1: Dude, I am like
0: storm clouds
1: and I I would really probably have to give that a little bit more thought but I'm kind of
0: dark with oh and that's why I love you I, I know I usually keep it on
1: the DL that I'm dark and twisted but
0: I think lately it's been a little bit more that I've been like letting my dark and twisted humor out just a little bit more yeah yeah I could see that what do I got to
1: lose? Nothing. Just be yourself. That's the great thing. Like I say, I'm totally embracing the fact, and I'm, I'm you know, I'm approaching this threshold faster than
0: I am the one that I
1: left. I'm going to be that old lady that is going to make everyone feel extremely uncomfortable. I'm
0: just totally waiting for it. I'm excited. I will be your wingman every sense of the word. I'll be, be sure right there. with walkers. Yes. We'll have the best, like, bedazz lover round. Oh, I sure do hope I'm nice around. We're going to bedazzle it.
1: That shit on dubs, and here we'll
0: go. <gasps> oh, my goodness they see me rolling they hate it <laughs> yeah that, one,
1: that was great i took that one a little too far guys sorry about that oh uh, that's what we do yeah you'll, you'll never know you might break out into song and dance anywhere we go
0: yes however um i'm not the singer in this group at all um she's my backup dancer
1: yeah <laughs> she's got all the moves but she can't twerk. yeah we've done yeah. established
0: that right you, you get a couple moves you know mostly side to side oh i can't remember uh, I, I do the funky white girl oh well I, I do a version of the funky white girl but we'll, we'll see well guys i guess this ends our podcast for this week we thank you so much for joining us yes thanks guys we appreciate
1: it hope everyone has a wonderful and blessed week
0: definitely and uh please don't forget to follow us like us interact with us go to as i send us a message you can contact us on any of our social media and We just look forward to uh, hearing from you. You guys have a good week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.